Broadcasting from the media epicenter of the world. Tell me a tale, it's the cocktail hour. I said, tell me a tale, it's the cocktail hour. Well, I said, tell me a tale, it's the cocktail hour. You better tell me a tale, because it's the cocktail hour. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen, on the 23rd of July in 2022, episode 116. We're still here, people. We're still here. How you guys doing? Good. All right. In you? fact, we haven't moved. I haven't moved since last Saturday. I'm still sitting on the bed. <laughs> Little pile of shit I'm sitting on and stuff. Uh, Wife's been bringing me food. Set up an IV. God, that's the life. Yeah. You know, that's retirement. That is that. That that's that's the age. That's what you want to be at. Danny, you look forward to retirement. I think yeah. More and more each second. John, you know. by you. No, I mean. I, I don't know what I would do if you, if you didn't give me something to do. I mean, I would, maybe I wouldn't go work for the man and that kind of stuff, but I would still stay busy. I think the, the moment I hit the lazy boy recliner with my pipe and slippers and start watching my stories, it's life's over. Like I gotta have, <laughs> I gotta have something to do. I don't know what yeah. that is. I agree. Yeah, I mean, retirement means to me is like Ricky said, not answering to the man, not having somebody tell me, well, you need to come in to work and do this, or you need to come over and do this, or this is what you have to do in order to make your mortgage or your, you know, power bill or whatever. I think I'm That's pretty retirement. much retired then. You yeah. still, you still do. You, well, you, you work for the man and you are the man. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. So I'm evil. <laughs> you're, you're treating to yourself. yourself. You're treating yourself <laughs> poorly. You know, I was thinking about we were we were walking the other night down uh, down some street in our town, and I saw these little stores. You know, one of them was going out of business, and it's just a, you know, it's just a room, really. You know, just like one of those little, you know, old timey stores that haven't been redone. And I thought, you know, what if what if that had been your job? Like you were you were young and healthy and. You said, I'm going to open up a store that sells knickknacks and, you know, ceramic toilet angels, right? Or, you know, whatever. You just, you know, you loved train sets or, you know, auto books or whatever. And so for the next 50 years, you went from your house to that little store and you sat there just waiting for someone to come in and buy some of the shit that you thought you would put on the shelves. And that's, that's what you did for like your whole life. Maybe when times were good, you hired somebody else to sit there every once in a while and you went to the the beach or something, but just, yeah, you know, nine to five every day, Monday through Friday, you sat in this cave that you had created for yourself. And yeah, that's. So you have no one to blame. That's the other good part of it. Yeah, that's right. When the, when the brain cancer kicks in, it's, oh, it's on you, man. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have sold uh, lead paint. But see, I think we're conditioned us older people that that's the way you, you're supposed to do it, especially if you live in a small town or hamlet like ours, you know, and I say small compared to Los Angeles, or whatever you, you kind of think that's, that's the life I want. You want to be Floyd, the barbershop. Hey, hey, Andy. hi, how you doing? You know, what is that on. from? Andy Griffith? Or Andy Griffith. <laughs> Remember yeah. Floyd, the barber? Floyd. And he just sat no. in that barber all day. Hey. On Sesame Street? No, no. Andy Griffith show. Mayberry. Griffith. Uh, you, know, oh. you know, Barney and, and Andy. Yeah, Floyd Floyd was the, uh, 
He that, know, that's he what gay? I think. Huh? Was he gay? No, no, he no, remember there was the one episode where he he had gotten a, like a pen pal and told her he owned the he was a big landowner in Mayberry and and you know and all this one. big I, I and, figured I figured oh, yeah. he was he just represented every closeted gay person <laughs> in every small town where if you stop for thirty seconds you're like oh okay I I get what's going on here oh boy <laughs> like, just like you John just to take no but I mean American you know that's classic and just. No, that's, but, but that's, that's, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it was made in Hollywood where they're shooting it in Griffith park. They didn't go to North Carolina, but um, the, I mean, that's, that is kind of every small town story, you know, that, that you see on TV, there's 11 people that live in this town of 30,000, you know, so they can just have whatever. And then they'll have a, a mystery, you know, Hollywood guest comes driving through and his car breaks down or whatever. But then you find out things like Otis, the town drunk actually, you know, dropped out of Harvard. Or, you know, there's, there's like all this mystery. No, there was something about Otis's past. I forget what it was. He was, my friend was his son. What? What? Otis, the actor who played Otis. Yeah. You know, um, he told me an interesting story. His, his father, uh, he could not stop his eyes from tearing. And you know what did it? He, uh, they weren't that careful with makeup after, you know, when you're done filming back then i guess and he he would just take paper towels and really wipe his eyes like this and it ripped his tear ducts open what he, you know he didn't use soft stuff he didn't live to be very old i mean he wasn't that old and we think he's old on andy griffith show and i think he's like i don't know 45 50 maybe not even i don't Is think that right? he was, yeah i don't think he was and he didn't live very long after that show i don't think um <sighs> But no, that's that's what I every time, you know, John, you talk about walking down those. That's what I think of. I see these shops over here in our town and I think of I think I think of Floyd, you know, they're all sitting there and they just, you know, now, granted, it's probably not the case now because they've got, you know, kids or whatever or people just need a job. But these all little these little towns or these little stores that that's that was your livelihood. And it wasn't just how you made money. It's how you communicated, how you, you know, how you had a life. Yeah. That was your social life, like sitting at the barbershop or, you know, yeah. going over to the, you know, the, the airplane bookstore. Like you said, it's just, it, <laughs> I, yeah, it, 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 it was probably sweet in a lot of ways. Not so much I, I sort of grew up like that in a small town in Saskatchewan yeah, and you'd too. go, you'd go to get your, get your haircut. Like you had to once a week back mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. or whatever your parents <laughs> made you do. And I'd I'd walk in and the barber would go, Caddy, you're next. And and he you jump and he'd have to put a board across the Yeah, the arms the of the chair. Arms. And I'd always feel like, God, one day I'll be I'll be fucking growing up enough that I don't have to hop up on this thing and then feel like you know. And this is what they see. Did you uh did he have the air hose? You know, no. they, they would have no, it. So we Not had, I remember, you know, so in my small town, we had they a, that nasty brush. Well, well yeah. And they, oh, well, they, yeah. Had, they had good powders and things like that. So you get your, you get your awful haircut, you know, from the same one or two guys and the, the hair, the barber shop was just kind of at the end of my street. I could walk there and he, they had an air hose that, you know, like from a compressor or something and they just blow the hair. <laughs> and I don't remember as you're, that. As wow. you're getting off the board, to leave every once in a while they'd grab you and shoot the air hose down the back of your britches 
you know, just like <laughs> as they give you. I think job. that's some kind of pedophilic thing going on. With let's see, I want to yeah, blow air up a child's ass. No, I not, think no, 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 no. Down <laughs> the, tells down me the that. back of his pain, like you know, you're going to give him a wedgie, but instead you do the air hose. Just for they fun. did that on purpose, John. They stick it down the back of your pants and do it. Yeah, sure. They didn't do that to you. That should be reported. <laughs> Let's oh, call damn. right now. <laughs> okay, when did this happen? Mm, 1972. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, so anyway, I, I it was a different in. time then, Kelly, in the yeah, South. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. The, closeted, um, the closeted gays and their air hoses. It was the South. <laughs> but I, I remember I'd, I'd go and I'd sit there and get my stupid ass looking haircut, which I just hated. My soul is long hair. I'm looking at myself in the screen here. <laughs> Holy shit. It doesn't look like hair for that. I think for you need listen- some conditioner for like, like a gallon for our uh, listener. Kelly here is wearing long hair these days and it's not looking so good because you yeah. get older, your hair turns to wire. But anyway, I used to sit there in this thing. I'd go on the Saturday to get my haircut. Right. And there are always these old dudes. Well, old, they're probably my age now. But they'd be sitting, not getting their haircut. They that's where they gathered, talk about shit and have a cigarette. <laughs> These farmers, right? So one time in this town, there was a horrible accident, and two people were killed. I believe a car accident out on the country roads, and and uh, like a farmer and his wife that everybody knows came across the accident. You know, there was no cell phone to call for help, right. and uh, it, it was really a. a, a a terrible moment in that town. One one guy who died, he was only 14. And oh. uh, and of course, all these guys are talking about the latest rumors about the accident. And I'm eight or younger, sitting there getting my haircut, and they're talking like, Well, do you know, Don? Larry said he was there, he said one eye was out. <laughs> oh Some god, came out of the body, and it was on the, the seat. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's what I heard. And I'm sitting. My eyes look like fucking saucers. Like Jesus Christ! You think I slept that night? No. Yeah, you don't ever want to get in a car. Yeah. I don't remember having any conversations with a barber. I think I just kind of tried to stay awake. Barber chairs put me under. Like I can fall asleep. Not that I get haircuts anymore. But back when I did, I would. Uh, I just fall asleep in the chair. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I, have I wouldn't be involved in the conversations. I just hated them. I hated the barber because he was cutting my hair that was just getting close to touching my ear. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, the, I mean, yeah, when I was getting my hair cut, it was like maybe the barbers had learned in the in the service and that was kind of the haircut they could give you and they, they had some pictures on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Like would you like it parted on the left or parted on the right? You know, you that was the choice. Your options, yeah. Vitali- Vitalis, <laughs> would you like some, you know, brill cream? Slick that down. Yeah. No, but no, I, just, you know, pour, just pour the barbicide on, please. Yeah. Just, just give me the, give the blue flea yeah. killing dip. With the combs but, uh, in it. Yeah. And, and by the way, had, where do you think they got their training? That's what I want to know. There was no beauty schools or whatever. Do you think it was just some guy well, got had, out of high had, school? No, they, they had certificates from somewhere. Like you had well, to have yeah, a license. I got a certificate that says I can broadcast on the radio. I, I, I sent something in and I paid five bucks and they sent me the thing. I mean, you know, is it still good? I don't know. I got a, I got a, whatever the FCC we, license. When we I was may, we may need to leverage your license for our pirate radio station. <laughs> make one day. 
this, again, once this really takes off and we need do to you really think people. that do you really think those barbers were certified by anybody that knew what the hell they were doing <laughs> they well, do, or did you, they, it was a did guy they, in high school that he graduated high school and he's like hmm i don't know anything about cars and i can't farm i'll be a barber and he goes and gets the equipment right yeah. and then starts cutting hair do you and think he, they he skip, knows everybody yeah do they skip over the chapter in bloodletting and tooth <laughs> removal and the leeches. <laughs> yeah. That's what they all, because he got, the guy had the chair. He could just do it all. He had the chair already. But, I remember uh, when I was a kid, people I know would go off to be barbers and, and they, there was a trade school in the city. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah there's like, learn. there's like, yeah, my high school, you could graduate with a, you know, the, the women would graduate with cosmetology degrees and they could go do stuff. I guess, I guess guys could too, but I don't know any high school student that I knew that would. And they had those white or they had those blue or white like coats or jackets they wore. Yeah. Right. Well, the hair gets in everything, you know, that's weird. My barber was shirtless. I don't know what that means. (laughs) He still didn't have the damn air hose. You know, when (laughs) I couldn't afford it, when I chose my, when I chose my own barbers, I would go to female, hairstylists you know like when i had hair you know back when i lived in atlanta and you know moved here and that kind of stuff and then they were always trying to talk me into something that i had no business doing like you know some kind of weird haircut or oh we can you know we should color your hair and then as my hair got grayer they're like oh you know you can you can touch that up or whatever and i'm like i got no i got no interest in any of this you know i kind of want a haircut that doesn't make me look dumb but uh, i don't want to i want to put color in my hair and then when i worked at disney and i went to the studio barber so i go to a barber again but he was one of the first hairstylists in la he used to like to tell me he would tell me that my gray was coming in nicely and i'm like okay that's that's a much better plan of attack to keep me wait, wait, hold on a second what's the opposite your gray hair is not so coming in nicely what's no, it coming the, in like, no the opposite like ask, would be ask, oh, ask we could be care no, the, the opposite no. would be we can dye it so people won't tell that you're going gray. He was like, you know, you're getting distinguished. You know, here I was 37 years old. You know, you're getting distinguished. Your, your what hair will happen. You know. Yeah. And then he was telling me about like, as I started losing my hair, you know, like you, you want to embrace that, right? You know, just keep cut your hair shorter and shorter, like never get hair plugs. Was this never- guy hitting on you? Because no, you, was, you come in a with a pointy head and like ugly scars, and they're like, "That is really becoming you of you." That's no, just- I mean he he knew he knew. Come on, he was a professional. He knew how to work his clientele. He was going to tell people what they wanted to hear. Don't get me wrong, but he, it, it was it resonated with me. Like if you had gone to get hair plug surgery, like Elton John or somebody, right? And they just drilled ten thousand little holes in your head and whatever, you're going to lose all the rest of your hair. I mean, how long does a plug last? How long does its neighboring hair last, right? It's just going to go one day. And then one day you're going to be old and bald and your head is going to be scarred up from all those little tiny hey, you look, things. Look like or like farm, Donald Trump you know, with his like farm. Yeah, you know, or his uh, rose. You get the scalp, and, and, scalp, the scalp reduction surgery where they cut a, and, they cut and, a line. They, oh, yeah. And they do what? It. Yeah, they, so they scalp cut a reduction. Yeah, they cut the hair down the middle of your head and pull the sides closer so that you're <laughs> you you got less bald yeah uh that's a that's a nasty scar well, I've, there's I've actually, actually I've seen heard, that on people i've actually heard of the back hair uh enhancement where they 
cut the back hair that you have and slap it over on top of your head so that the hair on your back grows. Oh. I'm fucking with you guys. That's not true. Yeah. Oh, well, thank <laughs> God. No. My mother, my mother used to dupe me, man, because I, you know, it's like what, 1970 or something. And then and, and you want to have long hair. That was the style, you know, the, the rockers had long hair and stuff. And I was not allowed. There'd be no fucking long hair in this house, but my mom would fool me. Right. She'd say, Oh no, now you're going to go. You're not just getting a haircut. You're going to get it styled. I went styled. Ooh. <laughs> and I'd go there. I'd come out looking like the same skin deer. I looked like last time I fucking went in. You mean like, but you hated buzz, it so buzz, much. Buzz uh, up the sides and just a little, little less of that, buzz on top. All that mm-hmm. a little tuft on top. Look like a little pubes. Yeah. And, 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 and that's why today, cause that got up my ass so much. That's why today at my age, I wear my hair long. Just, I wish I should have been doing that when I was 20, but oh well. no, I don't yeah. know. I knew, I knew a lot of guys with ponytails. Yeah. You no. Know, cause I worked in the post-production business and all of the editors were, you know, overweight, unhappy. And they had ponytails as just kind of the last gasp of their own youth. And um, yeah, you, I mean, you, you know, you want to go, you want to go jogging with a, with a rubber band in your hair. You want to go uh, play football with your friends with a long ponytail or, you know, whatever. I mean, it's cool. It's cool when it's cool, but there's a lot of times it is not fun. Well, you know, when we were, when I was younger and I played sports, you, there were haircut rules and they would suspend you or you couldn't play. And if you oh, yeah. and that really, that really kind of messed with me, not because I want to have long hair, right? But why does my hair length have anything to do with my athletic ability? Right. Well, I can see your, your, your football coach was a white supremacist Nazi. That's well, that's true too. But I mean, you know, I mean, take you, that you say, away. Same, you say the same thing about the military. Are you saying I can't be a fighter and defend my country if my hair no, is the, long? No. Yeah. Cause the military is about conforming. You can't have yeah, anything different. Know. You know, your mustache has to be trimmed like that pervs mustache. Your hair has to be a certain length because if you had any individuality, then maybe yeah. you wouldn't listen to the guy when he said, let's take that hill. Right. It's kind of like when the, when the, when the, when the Jews were rounded up, they'd shave their heads. Well, yeah. I mean, it really goes back to the Same school idea. system, doesn't it? Absolutely. Right? Our, our, our school system is designed to teach you how to sit in one place for eight hours. So you're yeah. ready to work for the man. You got a dress code. You've got a, you know, deportment, you know, how did you, you're in kindergarten. Do you behave nicely? That's a grade you get, you know, those kind of things. Man. Yeah. And isn't it interesting that all of our creative people, whether it be creative in arts or creative in math or in science or engineering or whatever that, a lot of these guys did not conform to that stuff, right? And they, it was so their individuality or their nonconformity to what the school, right, had to say actually made them more successful. So everybody, you know, oh, I want to be successful like this person. You know, therefore, I better follow the rules. Well, most of the time, people didn't follow the rules yeah, or the rules, are, rules, or are those stupid rules. Yeah. You know? Like, like, uh, you know, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs, they dropped out of stuff. They did, you know, whatever. And had long hair. And, and, and yeah, had whatever, long whatever hair. they felt like they didn't, you know, they didn't go to, you know. And they were such them. failures. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like if you, if you really had a passion and I think that's, I read something about Bill Gates and how he got started and all. And it was, and it was really a passion. That guy loved to write computer programs. 
And mm-hmm. he had an opportunity that other people didn't have because his, his parents worked somewhere that had a computer. Something like that. Yeah. yeah his mom was in, on the school board or some shit. Yeah. And so he, he did that all the time and that's all he wanted to do. And you know, um, Wyatt's kids a little like that. Wyatt's kid, you know, he's Wyatt's been on the show. His kid, you know, is a musician and that kind of thing. He went off to school and they bought him a laptop to go to school, you know, go learn. And all he did was make beats and make music. And after, you know, come home at Christmas, he didn't go back and he just screwed around and did that stuff. And then he got a recording contract and went on tour and made music. And I don't know what he's doing now. (laughs) I think, I I think his, I think he, his band broke up and so he's working on something else, but Mm -hmm. he's mostly like, he's a songwriter, you know, that's what he does. But that's the thing. I mean, you you know, if you, yeah, you have to follow the rules in society, but it's like some of these things, you wonder how it trickled down to, we all got to get crew cuts when we weren't in the service, right? Yeah. And, or we had to conform to these things. And I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm wondering if that did more harm than good to a lot of, of individuals, young people. Well, well, if you, I guess if you think about like our parents and their parents and what they went through with their rules and, you know, what you had to do, I mean, they, you know, you think we didn't have any freedom, Jesus, they didn't have any, you know, they had stuff they had to do, yeah. right? You know, I mean, my grandparents told my, my dad and his brother, you, you, you will do the following. You will not do the following. Do you hear me? Yes, sir. And they had crew cuts and they loved it. You know, they played army. They you know, read Hardy Boys books. I mean, they were, you know, they're interested in the, in the old West, you know, all that kind of stuff. And they were, you know, they were indoctrinated in that. And they probably weren't as, you know, severe. Like you look at a picture of my grandfather when he's 22 years old, he looks like an old man already. You know, he's champion, champion smoker, been working for years, you Mm. know, already married and, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, wearing his fedora and those kind of things. And, uh, you know, hmm. shit. I still don't look like a grown up. I'm just bald. And yeah, <laughs> which and is I, very know, becoming. You know, yeah, and, yeah, well, you know, you're all balding. The, all really. the best looking guys are bald. Yeah. yeah, but you know, our kids. You know, like my grand, like my grandparents. If I could imagine them sitting with my daughters and just having a a discussion about history or culture or Black Lives Matter or the Me Too movement or anything, my grandparents. They would, uh, they would be dead again. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Not it, true. It, is, it is. Yeah. I mean, you know, growing, growing up in the South in the early seventies, you know, what I can remember, man, it was, it was different. Like, you know, my kids get onto me for my, you know, not understanding or my, my poor joking or whatever. And I'm like, look, you know, I, I might be doing the best I can with what I have to work with. You know, I come from an, an incredibly racist, bullying focused, <laughs> non me too environment. I'm, I'm working hard to keep up with you kids, right? You're, you're all, you're all changing your genders and stuff like that. I just, I'm trying to learn the pronouns. Give me, give me a minute. Yeah. 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 And you're right. I, I think that's, it, it, it's hard. I mean, I don't, I don't think the intent too is, is to be disrespectful or whatever, you know, from uh, our point. I mean, it is hard to change. You know, I don't know. It, well, it is. And you, and you, 
and you get the rules from somewhere else. You know, you get, you know, you just hear about this thing happening. And the next thing you know, your child is criticizing you for, for making fun of it. And then you're using the wrong words. And then, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, all right, where's the, where's the manual? Well, there's no manual. It's just common decency. And I'm like, oh, you know, all right, I guess. And you're just not thinking. Keep my mouth That's shut. Is that the best thing to do? That seems to work. Or obviously your intent is, is, is from a, you know, comedy. Old my intent white. is, my intent is always comedy. Let's, let's get right down to it. Like my kids, <laughs> my kids get bent out of shape about something. I'm going to, I'm going to just go right for the jugular. Oh yeah. Well, how about this? <laughs> In the latest Bill Burr uh, special, he does, he has this funny bit about, um, uh, uh, I'll probably screw it up, but he's talking about uh, we're canceling dead people now, you know, like John Wayne and Sean Connery, right? Because Sean Connery said something like in 1968 or something, and it was a joke. So I said, well, when, but when, uh, when women misbehave or something like that, he said, well, just give them a quick slap and they tend to behave, right? And it was a joke or something, right? <laughs> oh, my God, he cut, he's getting shit about this now, right? And he's dead. And Bill Burr says, wait, what about the women? And, and silence in the auditorium. He says, Jesus, sure went silent here, didn't they? He says, yeah, let's talk about Coco Chanel, shall we? This woman, you know, living in Paris, the Nazis come and take over France. She, she decides to move in where the Nazis are into this apartment place. And she's dating one of them and sucking his dick. And all this stuff, right? He said, have you ever seen pictures of those Holocaust children's shoes, you know? This guy did that, and she was sucking his dick. And he says, we still don't seem to have a problem, you know, um, going uh, to down to Rodale Drive and buying a Chanel bag. It's just absolutely fine. You know? And she, she did this horrible stuff. And then he leads you on this, all these, this imagery of her, right? <laughs> and then he, he says, oh, wait, let's go back. What did Sean Connery do again that he's getting canceled? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, exactly. And I mean, yes, yeah. yes, I'm going to get email about that. No, you know, I, I, I mean, I think about that and it's like, uh, you know, I mean, I'm guessing Coco Chanel's dead. I don't really pay attention to fashion or anything like that. But like the that whole industry depends on, you know, the name and all that kind of stuff. So they're they're going to they're going to not let her get canceled. I mean, you could do a documentary on all the stuff they did and then. This, people would still be buying this brand because this is what I don't understand. Yeah. This is the hypocrisy. I'm well, like, I don't oh, think it's, on. I don't think it's her as a person though. I think it's, I think because there's this giant machinery that it, it really can't be canceled. What do you right? mean? Uh, so like the people the, boycott Starbucks over things. Yeah, but it's Starbucks. But you can't right. cancel Starbucks. I know that. Yeah, I and mean, you can't cancel Hobby Lobby. You know, there. I mean, yeah. I, I think you. I think these corporations, you know, have enough, whatever. But like, yeah, if you did a, if you did a, you know, didn't they? Haven't they done movies on Coco Chanel? I don't know. But I mean, you know, suppose you just showed the worst there was. People would be like, oh, that's terrible, and then they would go wait in line at the mall to buy the newest yeah. thing. I just, I, I think if if you could find that in somebody that was just a celebrity that didn't have a. Yeah. You know, a named empire behind them that, you know, yeah. had, had all this kind of stuff. But I think, I think fashion and brands and all that stuff is crap. I decided long ago, I don't really want to wear somebody's name on yeah. my shirt. But as far as that thing goes that I said, Bill Burr did and stuff, I, I don't 
I'm not feel strong one way or the other. I it's, it was a, it was just it was just it was a joke. That's what no, he was, no, he, I know, no, I understand. He was making it was just part of his routine, and I thought it was funny. That's what no, it is, yeah, it is. But and I and I and I kind of wonder about about canceling. Like you know, I was thinking about Al Franken, right? The, yeah, yeah. the who's this? Was he senator in Minnesota. Minnesota or whatever? And he, you know, pretended to put his hands over a sleeping you know, woman on a, wearing a flak jacket on a USO tour or whatever, you right. know, he didn't do anything. And they're like, Oh shit, he's out. And now they're kind of like, maybe we need Al Franken back. You know, maybe we can uncancel. Al well, Franken. who took, who took his spot? A, a Republican or did they? Have- I, don't, I don't, I don't know. I have to look that up, but you know, like they're, you know, the elections are coming up and pe- I've seen people say, yeah. Oh man, we need, you know, he was a, he was a good dude. And, you know, I wonder about uncanceling. You know, could you, could you say, you know, Bill Cosby, man, I'm, I admit everything I did. I'm really sorry. Can I have, a sh- can I have a show? Can I do some jello commercials? Like, is, is there a way to come back or is it just we as a society say, you know, you were rich and famous and I kind of want to fuck you over now. Cause I, cause I'm not rich and famous. Right. could be something like that. Hmm. I never I thought actually of that. Think, I, because I, I mean, do. does it, does it really I mean, whatever, whatever the people that get canceled, either either political party or anything, does it really impact us one way or the other? You know, no. I mean, what if Bill Cosby was still on TV? Would people be like, yeah, he got away with it. I'm going to I'm going to start drugging and raping women, too. I'm you know, I'm not sure, you know, those go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. I can't remember all the people that have been canceled, but, you know. Well, you know, I was, I think about this all the time when I see, and I've been seeing it more and more, you know, we all know uh, the tragedy of Kobe Bryant, right? Obviously gets killed in a helicopter accident after he retired and all this stuff, taking his kid to play basketball. But, you know, and you see this, although, you know, you see all these images of him and murals of him and all this stuff, but, you know, he remember he was accused, right? Of rape. Right. Of, of he, also, he he settled, didn't he? Well, he settled. Right. And uh, I think and I, and I think he did settle. And I don't think there was, you know, I don't know if there were criminal charges or the case was dropped. But again, it was he was accused of rape. He said it was consensual. Right. It's a he said, she said kind of thing. But I mean, you, you again, we weren't there. We don't know. But. It's not hard or hard to fathom that a professional athlete used their celebrity and whatever to manipulate or seduce or whatever a person, a young person who made a choice, you know, she made a choice to go to his room. Exactly. So so I've got the I've got the thing here said in. July. I'm going to get in trouble for saying that even, but no, but no, no, no. Why so would no, you go to a guy's room? That you no, no, she, she, no, no, is, that's a legitimate question. Is it not? Yeah, I think well, so. You know, so it was go. a 19, a 19 year old hotel employee in Eagle, Colorado. Uh, it was a sexual assault complaint. Bryant had checked into the lodge and spa at Cordillera, a hotel in Edwards, Colorado on June 30th and advance of having surgery near there. Uh, the woman accused Bryant of raping her in his hotel room on July 1st. She filed the police report and the authorities questioned him about bruising on the accuser's neck. Bryant admitted to a sexual encounter with his accuser, but insisted the sex was consensual. The case was dropped after Bryant's accuser refused to testify in the case. 
A separate civil suit was later filed against Bryant by the woman. This was settled out of court and included Bryant publicly apologizing to his accuser, the public and family while denying the allegations. Okay. And she worked at the hotel. So, so my point is, is that this doesn't look good for him, regardless of the choice she made, right? Mm-hmm. She would go to the hotel room, right? What did she think was going to happen? Doesn't matter. If she said no, and he went ahead and did it, it's rape. But the point is, well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But the point is, here's somebody, if you and I were ever accused of that, I don't know how we would survive. I don't know if my job would let me work there. I don't know all these things because, again, there's that, oh, well, we don't want to be associated. I would like the two of you to text me. A 19-year-old girl is willing to come into my hotel room. That's all I need. What for? Why? What, I, would why? Be, I would be amazed. <laughs> what do you mean? Is she <laughs> blind in one eye? We're old as shit. What 19-year-old in her right mind is going to Well, it doesn't matter. A there hotel could be room any, with us. Come on. There, okay, what if she's 20? But you're saying if we if we were this age and we were Kobe Bryant, that's different. I think that, is that Kobe, your point? I think, well, no, my point is always comedy. But the, <laughs> my, <laughs> which, which, which fell flat there. Exactly. But Kobe Bryant is a... Uh, Good-looking, healthy, tall man with a lot of money, and I think the woman can, you know, want to hang out with him. You know, maybe she wants to do whatever, but there, there comes a point where if she doesn't want something, you know, the old, you know, yeah, I would like a cup of tea. Wait a minute, I've changed my mind. I no longer would like a cup of tea. You know, that kind of thing. And um, so, you know, if she changed her mind and he kept going, even if it's right in the middle of you know getting it on, you know, it's still. It's still, it's still rape. It's yeah. not what yeah. she wanted. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. And he, you know, he settled out of court. He apologized to everybody. I remember his wife not being very happy, and he bought her a diamond ring or something like that. But um, but my point he, is, is that that okay? So he was not canceled. He wasn't canceled, right? So again, where do you draw the line? You know, wait. Do with, if, that, stars, if, that, if that rape thing had happened. Today, maybe though. Exactly. Wait, no, do sports that's, stars that's do 10 or 12 stars, years ago, isn't it? Do sports stars ever get canceled? I can't tell you. I can't tell you that I know yeah. sports stars that yeah. get canceled. Copernic. Yes. He will, but not for sexual stuff. He got canceled. Well, you didn't for being say that. Black. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, like, if, if he didn't get canceled for being black, well, he took a, he took a knee. Yeah. He support, got canceled for taking a knee. He didn't but, get, but, but he's supporting. Black Lives Matter and all right. the all the white all the NFL fans said, you know, you can't you can't do that. Stop doing right. that. And then he right. got and then they all kind of realized, oh, shit, this is, uh, you know, we're the entire team is black. All of the team owners and, you know, people, they're all white and they they won't let us take a knee during the national anthem. It like became a thing. And finally, the NFL was like, oh, all right, what, you know, whatever. We'll try to work something out, but it was, yeah, no, I think Copernic wasn't canceled because he took a knee and disrespected the flag. I think it was because he's a black fella taking a knee and they felt like he was disrespecting the flag, although he wasn't, but you're right. That's, that is an example of cancellation, but if you are a beloved sports star, maybe OJ's the original cancellation, but you know, Kobe can do all kinds of stuff and everybody in LA loves Kobe. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they have yeah. murals to him and everything. I don't think I don't think he could do anything wrong. Maybe it goes back to Coco Chanel. She could do whatever with, you know, yeah. Nazi SS thing. But people people want something from them 
more. If it's just an opportunity to, you know, hey, let's punch them down a notch. You, you're some famous person and you did something shitty and we can punish you. We're going to do it because you're a famous person and we're not, you know, that kind of thing. But well, then we, there comes, we love okay. you. You can't do anything wrong. All right. Well, let's play, let's play, let's flip like this Trump, a little bit. Right. Trump's Trump could do whatever. And his supporters are still like, you're the greatest president. Yeah, but, right. Right. But let's also, let's also flip this a little bit or with, with the whole Kobe thing. Let's think about it like this. Okay. So he does this, whatever, whatever happened, happened. No criminal charges, pays the, pays the, pays her off, whatever. And apologizes. Right. Okay. So now he turns his life around. All right. So now he becomes a pillar of the community does a lot of you know good charity work you know and he and he's he's in in our in our view from what we see he's leading a a a good life an exemplary life so you know is that does when when do you does that factor in with the cancel okay we can't cancel him right or because he's you know what he's atoned or you know there's been no he's too good he was too good of a basketball player and and he meant a lot to people in the town and everything, but like like, okay, why you know it's funny you mentioned OJ, OJ was acquitted, OJ was acquitted, but yet he was still canceled. There he was, you know, uh, he was a prior. You couldn't touch him, right? He didn't, you know. Yes, it went to trial, right? Everybody thought he still thinks he's guilty, whatever. But again, he didn't, right? Do it, or he didn't right. get convicted. But yet he has no life. And that's why he has to, you know, went and did his thing. And of course, did something stupid and got arrested again. But, yeah, you know, so, you know, but he was, when, I mean, he was really just, pro- he's just protecting his son who actually committed the murder. Yes, just, I agree. That's okay. for the record. Yeah. Right. So I, so going back to the Sean Connery thing. Okay. So if you're going to bring up this about Sean Connery, right, who makes a joke and, well, you know, what if he did, you know, what if he donated a bunch of his money? to you know orphans or children or whatever or did something you know we don't we don't know i mean he could have done, he could have done that every day he could be the exactly. biggest orphan donor in all of scotland and we don't know because somebody just saw something one time i mean jesus think of all the footage of every david frost episode or yeah. uh you know phil donahue you know and just any any celebrity that was on anything that said something wrong one time in passing you know, what, or this podcast or, you know, whatever. I mean, you just, people say shit all the time. And if you what take was the guy everything that, they say as cancellation, then. What was the one guy, the interviewer, Charles, Charlie Rose, look at him. Yeah. Right. He was a Larry King. And, the, and then Charlie Rose got in trouble. What did he do? They, somebody said, well, he, you know, he was, you know, he touched my backside or something. And then of course now that guy doesn't have a career, you know, I mean, I, I, okay. It's, oh, or it's, Matt, Matt, what's his name? Matt Lauer. Oh, yeah. Well, he was forcefully locking women in his office. He had yeah. an inside lock yeah. on his door. I that. Well, so does Charlie Rose cross the line. You shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't do this. Touch right? women like that. Yeah. But it's yeah. funny how, how you know, somebody gets canceled. But where, 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 where do we allow from, like I said, atonement, you know, and um, make amends? You're, so you're really just this podcast is about forgiveness. That's what this episode should be. Well, yeah, about. I mean, you know, I mean, can we forgive forgive Bill Cosby? I don't know. I mean, it sounds like he's. I mean, we can. I mean, we he can was. Just, it sounds like he did this a lot. 
I mean, yeah. it wasn't I mean, just we can, one We time. can forgive anybody. We can say, Jesus, Bill Cosby is old. He's blind. He's in prison or not. I don't know what, where he is. You know, you know, wow, he is, uh, he's not having a good time of it. And yeah, he did bad stuff. And you know, maybe, maybe he did some good well, stuff. Well, what too. if he's not old? Look at, look at, look at Kevin Spacey and what he's going through, right? Isn't he, Kevin Spacey going, what he's going through because middle America says he's gay? I don't think so. I think it's, there's been more, you know, people have felt that they were compelled and protected to say, Hey, listen, I, I'm not going to deny this anymore. This guy assaulted me, sexually assaulted me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But okay. So, but he's not all we do, do, do. Do we need him to one admit it and pay the price and then he can move on. And, and again, like I said, make amends, atone, whatever it has to be, you know, so he can be, you know, a better citizen in society. And so we as society see that people do have redemption. I, I don't, that, you know, it's, isn't that what our whole prison system or, you know, our incarceration, no, you know, prison you, system, you, sorry, prison system is about cheap labor. We know that, but I'm saying that the concept of it is that you do something wrong, you get caught, you go to jail, you get convicted, go to jail, you do your time, you pay your price to society, and now you come out. And now you get to build, rebuild, and you continue to atone, right? And accept responsibility, but yet go ahead and be uh, become back into society in a positive way. But I don't, I don't think we do that. I think everything gets canceled, right? Everything once once it happens, you get canceled right off the bat because oh well, you know that's that you know you're just a, a an example of old white men doing this or or you know or successful you know athlete or actor or whatever doing these things you know you miss you must pay right and all the other men that are out there should realize and learn this from you right that's okay, kind so of how I I feel I don't know all right so I'm looking up Kevin I typed in uh, Kevin Spacey redemption right so uh oh. Franco Nero, you guys heard of him? He's an Italian director. Yeah, he yeah. heroically volunteers to spearhead the Kevin Spacey redemption campaign. So this is from this is from last year. Uh, it says this is an article in some bullshit website. Cancel culture is an illusion most frequently conjured up exclusively by people who are utterly terrified of it for no particular reason. But in case you need more proof it doesn't exist, Kevin Spacey is back, and he's going to be in a. Uh, Italian movie. He's going to make a cameo in Italian movie. It's an indie Italian film. Uh, Vanessa Redgrave, Nero's wife, might also be in the movie if she can travel from England to Italy. This is during COVID, so it's not a big Hollywood production. But they're gonna they're gonna start bringing uh, Kevin Spacey back. Excuse me. Yeah. So I think cancel culture is really just you fucked up, and we're gonna forget about it later. Yeah. But I, 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 it, it makes it very hard. And for us, we know we can, we can pull it back, I think, a little bit and, and say, okay, well, yeah. But I don't know about other younger men and their, you know, and their relationship to people in the world. I mean, it's tough. What do you mean? Well, I mean, how do you, you know, you, you got to really, you got to be really clear and specific on what your intent is. Are you, are you just talking about sex, sex situations here? I'm talking about anything. I'm, I'm talking about yeah, get, the get way, whatever behavior you exhibit, whatever behavior you in, in, in one-on-one or in a group or whatever, you have to really be cognizant of 
the room and the environment. Because if you say something, right, somebody could say, you well, and, and there's a woman in there, they may say, well, you wouldn't have said it like that if there were men here. Even if there's men there, well, I felt like it was directed towards me as a woman, or I felt like, you know. You oh, yeah. Were, and you know what, man, most of the time they're right. <laughs> you're maybe you're, you're saying something and some woman kind of lights up about it. It's like, uh, you know, it's like white privilege and all these other things like you, you don't even realize when you're saying something and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't, you know, you're and you don't want to say it, but it's like, you are, you were right. I was wrong. I said this stuff and that wasn't cool and crap. I, I need to work on that. I got a, a buddy of mine who's a really intelligent social scientist. And he says, you know what, when someone asks you if you're racist, you should say yes, but I'm working on it. Right. Because we, we all have these things that are just in there and we don't even, we're yeah. not even aware of it, you know? And well, would you uh, say I'm racist or you would say, no, I have say, Hey Danny, are you a racist? You'd say, yeah, yeah, I am, but I'm I would working say on that it. I mean, I have, you might I just do be have two percent racist, but you're not. I mean, you're not race free. I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't think you would say I'm. I'm two percent, or I'm a little bit. I would say I do have certain prejudices based on my experience that I am working at, that I'm learning, that are not correct. Yeah, sure. Or I was. I have. I have things that I was taught when I was a little kid that are absolutely wrong, and I. I got to remember to not do that shit. And you know, by the way, don't you think, and, and, you know, all of us were raised in, 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 in kind of a similar kind of experience. Uh, I think we have a great deal. I know my views have changed a great deal from what I was raised as. And yeah, I mean, I know I, I don't have a Confederate flag beach float anymore. Yeah. My, yeah. Oh no. I took my Confederate flag down too, because I, what I wasn't even from the South. I liked it because I liked the, you know, the symbol of the rebel, right. The yeah. rebel, you know, as, as an artist, as a, as a, you know, I'm not going to conform kind of basically, I didn't realize that it was, you know, Oh, that's what we use. We write and fly right before we hang people. Right. So yes, there's that kind of awareness and whatever, but I'm just saying that we, we, we will go there. We will get there, but we already have gone a long way just based on experiences and education and awarenesses and, and, and change and change of environment. I mean, I often think of this and I think about this too, John, you know, what if, and Kelly, you're the same way. What happens if we're now this age and we never left our communities? Never left. Lord help us. Can you imagine how different we might feel if we had never left now, and you know what we'd be, and those we would be, we would be so much happier if we'd, <laughs> if we'd all stayed in our <laughs> shitty little hometowns and not gone anywhere, you would, you wouldn't be exposed to critical thinking or a different opinion. And you and everybody around you would just be like, Hey, you know, you're right. That Trump is a great president. You really and, think so. And he's got a beautiful daughter. You really think so. Pass me another bush light. As as you're cleaning your uh, semi, your, your your fully automatic weapon, right? I, I I don't think so. It's it's clean. It's already. I never shoot it. I just I just hold it before those okay, Muslim so, rebels come to try to take it from my cold dead fingers. Okay, let me ask you this then, John. Like them bumper the case, stickers. Yeah, let me ask you this, John. So, don't you have friends that you grew up with, or family members that have never <laughs> left that area, right? that don't feel that way or have 
feel like, no, they have evolved. They have changed their viewpoint or not their viewpoint, but their, their perspective and their behavior just based on how the world around them locally and obviously completely. Cause I, I, I think so. I think there's a lot of people because that's like saying, Oh, everybody, you know, that didn't leave my hometown is, you know, homophobic and racist and blah, blah, blah. And that's not the case. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think so. I think that there are people that have been there for 60 some odd years, right. That have been open-minded. I don't know. So how many the people I, I just kind of go through my high school graduation class in my head, you know, just a, a, a quick. And all three the- of you who graduated are what? Yeah. All three of- <laughs> yeah. Now there were guys I knew that dropped out their senior year, but the people that I know that are, that are, more i'm trying to think of any any positive fucking word i can think of woke. the people the <laughs> woke <Yeah>. careful <laughs> with that word yeah okay if you were woke you left town right after you graduated right that's that's what happened you went you went I'm somewhere else yeah you went somewhere else <laughs> and you and you met a person of a different race or religion right. or ethnicity or country right. or whatever and you said wow there's there's more out here than just this shithole that we all came from. The people that stayed there felt like well, this is God's country. This is the best place on earth. Now that, you know, there are all these, there are all these problems and, you know, the, you know, you, you have these issues in town and, you know, there's property tax and the dump is, is no good and, you know, all that kind of stuff, but it is a great place to live. We are a great community. We, we you know, we fear God every day. And that's what we, you know, and that's what they do. But they also, you know, in, in addition to fearing God, they fear everything. You know, you want to go to a big city? Well, shit, I need to, I need to conceal a weapon somewhere because they're they're just killing people there. And well, I would never go to California. Why would I go to California? They're you know fill in the blanks of something awful you you saw on one. Because they've already been to Branson. Well, they might they might not go to Branson because you have, oh, yeah. you have to they, drive that's along. That's what Noah's Ark is. That the Noah's Ark's there. You no, it's in, that's in Kentucky. Oh, yeah, well, there's could, something you go, in you go there. That's close. But yeah, no, they're scared. They're scared. To, they're scared to death to go to the Walmart parking lot because everybody is out to get you, and um, you know it's just it's it's just insane. And when I go back, like we're talking about my 40th high school reunion coming up next year i have no plans of going at all but then in my fantasy can i go going, as your representative <laughs> you can go yeah. <laughs> yeah you should you know yeah Shit, we should do, we should do a remote a remote broadcast 10 years ago i went to my high school re- maybe it was 10 years ago maybe it was 15 years ago i went to my high school reunion and you know the 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 guy who was the you know his wife was her dad was a snake handling preacher and you know all those kind of things it was uh it was interesting as hell and now they'll just be older and fatter with the same work. I mean, taking it back around, Kelly, the women in my hometown, no matter what age they are, after you have your first child, you get a haircut that makes you look like a grandma, you know, kind of like yeah. squished and <laughs> short and a little higher. And so like the, the narrowest part of your body is the top of your head. And then your ass is enormous. And maybe you're in a wheelchair after a certain age because you, you worn out your knees and that kind of thing. Other than the hair, with, you just described me. Okay. But nothing keep going. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, that's the thing. Like in my, in my hometown, people look terrible. 
and you just, you just, you know, even the, even the well-to-do people are a couple of years behind on, you know, we, we don't wear pleated, pleated pants anymore, friend. You know, that's, that's, we've, we've moved along. And, uh, <laughs> are you so saying when, that if I, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to, I was going to wrap it up with another story. Oh, but quickly, I just want to, so if I walked through your hometown, I, I would not see any people that are taking care of their, their fitness and stuff, or is that what you mean? Like uh, I mean, you, one? you would see, you would see some people, but like yeah. if, if we walked down uh, state street in my hometown and I saw people three out of four would be in uh, poor health. Okay. From, from, uh, you know, just too much lifestyle. Cheese. lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw a guy, guy I went to high school with has a little, has a little, um, snack bar thing in the in the old Woolworths there it's closed now but you know he's in good shape but other guys you know other people I see I'm like Jesus are we aren't you 15 years older than me I mean do I do I look as bad as you do this is nuts you yeah know? yeah yeah if, if you're really if you were really rich like you know my hometown there's destitution and there's family money and there's nothing in the middle right if you've got a bunch of money you're doing pretty great because you can you can go on a trip and you can do things and you can you know pay a little a little extra and get olive oil instead of wesson oil for your cooking yeah. you know that kind of thing but uh for the most part yeah terrible terrible haircuts you know what's interesting you said that that like these home, how um these towns that we're from you, you said whatever shithole town so people there would say well, why are you calling it a shithole i mean you know, you know, is it a shithole to them? It's not a shithole. Oh no, right? it's 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 God's country to them. Well, yeah. yeah, but it's, it, and it's then, beautiful. People are people are so, are moving there. Right. Well, Don's Don said one eye was out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's still talking about the eye that was out. He's still the, the same three guys are still sitting there. They're telling that same story. Yeah. You know, but don't you go back to your hometown? I know I go back to mine. I do not want to live there, but I got to tell you, I don't think it's a shithole, right? I just say I've moved on from this. I do see some of the beauty and 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 you also you think about the good times and the good memories, but you also think about, hey, this this is why they I got the hell out of here for this reason or that reason. But I I I don't know if I would, you know, say it's a shithole. Okay, well, you just, you you are from a different town than I am. So my <laughs> <laughs> My town is, um, you know, being, being from the South, there's something about, you know, there's, there's being in and there's being out. Right. So, you know, if you've got a bunch of money and you go to the right country club and that kind of stuff you're in, if not, you're out, but then, you know, the people that are out, they enjoy themselves probably more than the people that are in, you know, sit around yeah. and have fun rather than worrying about, I need to buy the latest Lily Pulitzer dress collection. But, um, literally my town has a dump that is festering and makes the whole town stink and hmm. they need a ton of money to fix it. Now the, the salvation for our town and the, is that, and, and I guess people could, could look up all these things I'm saying and see where the hell I'm coming from, but we just opened um, a casino there and it's in the old mall. Uh, you go to the parks belk and now it's a casino. And I was telling, uh, I was telling Ke Kelly, uh, no, I was telling Danny last night. So on on Thursday, before the 4th of July, it opened, you know, ribbon cutting ceremony. Here we go. Casinos open. It's going to bring 4 million people a year to our town of 35,000, whatever. 
and it was clean and nice. On Monday morning, when my dad went there and everybody, I don't think he got COVID, but just everybody that went to the opening party got COVID because there's not enough circulation in the old department store that they put it in. It was nothing but cigarette smoke, just like you had walked into a, you know, a camper of a lifetime smoker. Yeah. Hmm. And um, yeah, so that's, you know, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of a thing. A buddy of mine sent me a picture of the, the awning. Like they haven't built the big hard rock casino signs and stuff yet. So there's just this little blue awning. That's like, you know, casino. And, uh, and it's just like, of course, that's what you like. The biggest thing in town, you've got just a blue awning with some iron on sticker that says, you know, casino, you know, whatever the name of the town is. And it's like, you're, you spent millions and millions of dollars on greasing political palms on, you know, coercing Indian tribes to come or native American tribes to come and, and do your thing to, to open this up. And you so spend, what about the dump? You spend 50 bucks on a damn awning. So the dump there's, there's just prayer, man. It's, I mean, we had an old limestone quarry that they started dumping all the trash in and after a decade or so of its 20 year, you know, license, it started just boiling and releasing hydrogen sulfide gas because your really? dump is, yeah, dump is supposed to like sink into the, you know, leach into the ground. But if you've carved out a limestone quarry where it just all that just makes a soup at the bottom. Wow. Like yeah, you go, you go down like our downtown street which is on the state line, you know, and it's got bars and restaurants and things like that. You can't sit outside because the wind will blow this, you know, kind of sweet, stinky, sewery garbage smell mm. over you. Yeah. So, I mean, it's. So it's pretty stupid. Whoever decided to make, you know, a, a rock just, bottom dump. Well, it's just, they had this thing and, you know, they're like, Oh, we can make money if we do this. I mean, it's just, it's all just, you know, a money grab. Right. And people, people that, and they didn't trust the science or they didn't even care about the science. Ah, it's a whole, why would you, why would you trust science when there is religion? <laughs> so I was uh, going to, I was going to tell a story and wrap it all up, but now I've lost that. So I'm sorry. Go. That was my fault. No, it's okay. We, we, it, was, it was all good. I was going to, I was going to bring it around to something we were talking about. At the Cause you were talking about, we we're talking about walking through your town. Would I see anybody who does take care of their health? That kind of thing. No. Yeah, no, I got. That's I got, what I interrupted you with, sir. I, know, I, know. I had I, something. Something was back there, but I'm good. <laughs> That's see. I mean, I would. I would love for my my hometown to be great. I would love for it to be um, cultured. Have you know tons of outdoor music. You know, like there's a big. There's a reason to have a big music scene there, but there's not a big music scene there, and it's. Um, Let's say you were Bill Gates and you had this gazillion dollars lord i wouldn't spend a nickel there hold on go, go you, somewhere nice wait a minute wait a minute you, can't stink. you make it you would make it nice you bring in there and a gazillion dollars you you, you, you have some kind of affinity for your old hometown it sounds like like you would no, want to you would no. want to do something for them i don't know i don't want to do anything i i, I don't, don't want to go back there and be mayor if i if i was if i had a hundred billion dollars would i spend a billion dollars in that town to make it better no I might buy a dump or something. <laughs> I, you know, I might spend a lot of money. Like this buddy, I would buy a barber shop and sit there and go on. You know, there was, you know, when, I was when I was completely out. I, I heard, I didn't see. <laughs> Just give them a little squirt down the back of their pants. 
But um, no, if I had a bunch of money, I would like to go. I would like to go to the city council meeting. And, you know, they're talking. I'm like, I have a proposal to fix the dump. Now, there's a trade secret. I can't tell you what it is. And you have to promise to give me a million bucks to fix this dump. And, you know, you're in or you're out. And then be like, well, you know, okay, well, he's, 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 he's a crap. genius. He's developed no, he's uh, electric cars. He sends rockets into outer space. Uh, he's going to be able to fix the dump. And then my whole thing for fixing the dump would be I would go and get move the town <laughs> one million just tires, you know, just truck tires, car tires, tractor tires, whatever. And I would dump it all on the top of the limestone quarry, just a layer of tires. Of and rubber. then they'd be like, what is he doing? And then I would just jet fuel, set them all on fire. And I make one of those nonstop burn pits, Oh, you know, just, the, the- just a column of black smoke. And I'm like, okay, we're going to keep feeding fire tires on this. That's where my money is come from. I'm just going to hire a guy to keep throwing fires on tires on the pile. And then in about five or six years, it, there won't be any more, uh, there won't be any more smell. There won't be any more people because the there won't be any more atmosphere. atmosphere. Exactly. There'll be a, now you see my evil plane. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's where I would spend. That was where I would spend my money. Just poisoning them more. Why don't you just pour concrete? Just pour concrete in the dump. Just just seal it up. That's an idea. No, I mean, there's all kinds of things you could do. You could seal it. You probably could just put dirt on it. Gravel. Could, just tons could, of gravel. Yeah, Raw you could drill. <laughs> it's a little bleach. You could just drill down into it or do something. Apple cider sure. vinegar cures everything. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, just build it. Just build it. Just fill it full of water. And yeah. Yeah. I would not want to go back to my hometown. First of all, I, I I don't like cold. There's too much cold weather. So that's, that's, even if my hometown turned it around, you know, had some cool things going on doing that. I can't, I wouldn't be able to handle, you know, four months, five months out of the year in inclement weather, you know, I, I mean, that's just me. So, but if it was, let's say more in a more, you know, temperate climate, yeah, I could, I could, you know, maybe do that if everybody was, you know, and if there was a little bit more of a balance, you know, I don't mean politically, I just mean in life, you know, you, you say, Hey, listen, live and let live and what have you, but I don't know. I don't really think I have that big of a soft spot for my hometown. I just, I, I just don't think that other people do and they seem to, you know, do really well and they're good people. They're not. Yeah. They're not fanatics one way or the other. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. What do I know? Right. I'm still trying to figure out why the barber that I had, you know, gave me headaches every time I got a a haircut when I was growing up as a kid. Is it possible that he was doing the scalp reduction and you didn't know it? Well, he, look, you think he did a good job? I don't think so. Where, where was the air hose? There was no air hose. I had, I had the nasty brush that, you know, I, I, I think it was a wire brush. I don't even think it was, it was just, you know, he would just clean the hair out and it hurt and everything, but that didn't, I, I think it was psychosomatic. I think I didn't want to get a haircut. So I talked myself into getting a hair headache. So every time I got off, off out of the barber chair, I had a headache 
and I'm sure by it the was way, some, some chemical they used, right? They, I, I don't, I don't remember any chemicals. He didn't do anything. He used, you know, he used the clippers, you know, scissors and the clippers. And by well, the way, he had the little, he had the little uh, thing of talcum powder they would put on your neck after they shaved it and stuff. Yeah, but it, this was happening right when I got there, right when I started. And 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 by the way, I didn't have long hair. So somebody goes, "Well, was he pulling your hair?" I'm like, "No, my my hair was already only an inch." So how much, you know, he couldn't even pull it. You couldn't grab it. So I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe there was something in that. And maybe there was a chemical in there. Maybe that blue shit to clean the combs or something is, you know, set me off. But every time, you know, that's weird. My, and my mom said, you know, was saying, oh, you're just making that up. You just don't want to get your hair cut. I'm like, mom, I'm not kidding. I have a headache. Every time, every time I go to this guy, I get a headache. Hmm. Right. And by the way, it wasn't just him. That's the other thing. I would get it at other barbers. So I don't think it was something in the air. I don't know. Probably, I probably just, you know, wanted to be, you know, I wanted longer hair for whatever reason, you know, yeah. I didn't long, long hair because my hair was not, you know, I had very thin hair and begin with. So it didn't look good long, but I wanted it longer than, you know, yeah. than looking like I was going to have some sort of brain surgery, you know. Anyhow. Yeah. Should we wrap up here? All right, gentlemen. Yeah. Well, listen, have a good week, everyone, and yeah. all our listeners, and it's been a pleasure. Take care. Broadcasting from the media epicenter of the world. Tell me a tale.